This is SG Pod, a Stargate Podcast. get this fucking thing rolling or what we should start we, we could, should we could, we could start yeah i mean I, feel, you, you feel chill like that's the whole yeah, point yeah oh my god thank you i do feel less plunged <laughs> let's all, let's hey listeners let's all unclench everybody that's this is a comfort podcast first and foremost it's a whole motherfucking point and if it can comfort us through the end of the fucking world it can comfort us through some interpersonal drama that we may or may not have with people who aren't that fucking cool to be honest so all right (laughs) (laughs) hey good listeners welcome back to another week of stargate sg fun Mm. a pandemic comfort podcast Mm -hmm. with me sarah who watched part of this show, but remembers none of this show and then rewatched almost all of the show and still doesn't remember any of the show. <laughs> and my good friend, Tori, yeah, I'm uh, Tori here and I'm so unclenched right now. It's actually Man, a problem sorry. a little bit. <laughs> so it could be. Put down a towel. <laughs> like, don't be an animal. <laughs> but uh, no. Yeah. Uh, big fan of the movie. Uh, never watched the show. Started watching the show during the pandemic started this podcast with sarah we have continued we are almost to the end of season three we have kept on unbelievable this. we like coming back to the vertical watering hole it lets we us love re- it. Uh, unwind unclench it's just beautiful and um i'm glad you're with us me too oh my god that was such a good segue into the pandering the sincere pandering i want to do right now like nope. so yes have i been drinking yes do i love you guys oh my god i love you guys so much no <laughs> uh <laughs> I have been thinking about oh, what I, I feel like I don't say enough when we're doing this podcast is how really cool I think it is that people listen. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's really awesome. Thank you for listening. Um, it makes the world, I don't know about you guys, but it makes the world a less lonely place for me. So welcome and thank you. Uh, yeah, well, we got we got a we got a pretty well, pretty good show for you today on <laughs> a pretty good show. That aired a long time ago that we watched. It is season three, episode 21, Crystal Skull. Or the Indiana Jones movie I never saw the end of. <laughs> like the power went out in the movie theater when I, when I was watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh. There was like 15 fucking minutes left. And they're like, oh, you guys can all come back and watch it for free. And I'm like, sit through the whole thing again. Mm, does mm. he like no this is the worst indiana jones movie and pretend it never happened so i am unresolved i, don't I know saw how that ends. movie i i literally i cannot remember one thing about it not one not one thing not even the crystal skull the true sense of sadness i felt yeah watching this movie yeah i couldn't revisit it just to find out how it ended yeah that's 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 despair. That, did he? That yeah, just total despair. Did you? Did he find? Did he end up with Marion? I don't remember. 
I don't fucking remember. I, I told you. I don't rem- I remember. Okay. I can't. Look. No scene enters my brain. I blacked it out. Hey, kids. I could Google this, but I'm not gonna. So if you could hit us up at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. And like, you think, I, listen, here's the thing. You're not going to because you think, oh, someone else will. Listen, nobody but you is going to do this. Please tell me how that movie <laughs> ended. I just want to know if he ended up with Marion. And if if so, how and why? And if not, how and why not? How not and why not? And that's all I want to know. All, all the kids are like, who's Indiana Jones? <laughs> and please. Oh, shit. Please. Because, yes, we're so appealing that the kids are listening. We're like, are, it's in our key demographic, Gen Alpha. It'd be so make- ironic for them to listen to us if they are. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So, anyway, this is called The Crystal Skull. Uh, listen, my other title is Big Pyramid. Huge. Like when Pretty Woman says, huge. big mistake, huge. Because <laughs> they were just like, the pyramid's so big. Yeah, so, yeah. but I did think a good title would be like a good title, not like a funny title. Would They could have just called it, if they're going to call it Crystal Skull, why not the enemy and my enemy is my friend? Ooh, yeah, yeah. And like, that's right in there. And then um, I thought they could call it Giant Aliens and then parentheses to be bit on by the makers of Prometheus because how much did this big alien look like the blue big aliens in Prometheus? Oh, yeah. No, no, you're right. And then I've got goodbye, Granddaddy Nick. Granddanny. God damn it. Goodbye, Granddanny Nick. Granddanny. Nick. (laughs) Let me try one more time. Goodbye, Granddanny Mick. Fuck. (laughs) His name's not Mick, it's Nick. (laughs) Granddanny Mick. Good by Grand Danny Nick. Nailed it. Gotta, gotta get that Ballard in. Nick Ballard. That's love great last uh, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to live in Nick Ballard. Nice. I I found it too repressive. No, those are all good. Uh, I mean, I was like, maybe episode 21, Daniel is daddy's favorite child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or finally, when going to a radioactive site without equipment goes, uh, apparently okay in the end. Yeah. All you need is a little bed rest. Sort of like when you get the Omicron vaccine. Listen, you're just going to take a really good nap. It's not how radiation works. Yeah, it's probably... (laughs) Honestly, not how the vaccine went either. either. (laughs) I took more than one nap. I I took more more than one nap during the pandemic, let me tell you. Uh, Well, this episode aired on March 3rd, 2000. And it was directed by Brad Turner... Uh, who uh, hasn't done much? Did Tokra one and two, uh, and Touchstone, uh, which is one of my one of my one of the better episodes in my opinion. Uh, but he won't be back for a while. And then this was written by Michael Greenberg and Jared Paul, or well, the story was written by them. The teleplay was by Brad Wright, one of the showrunners. Okay, good. I was gonna be like, look, it took three people to write this. Well, yeah. Well, it's weird because uh, uh, I'm so mean. Both, both Michael and Jared. It's the same thing. They wrote the story for Message in a Bottle, which was the you know, the glow in the dark bacteria episode, uh, which which uh, we we both really liked. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, the through the shoulder. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, I have such a bad memory. Which I thought was a pretty good episode. I think I've seen that episode like three times now, and I'm like, what are you saying about? Are we all about to die? Because I. Sound, don't have a handle on this episode sounds about right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
an arbitrary need to build some arbitrary tension. I don't know about that, but it's going to happen anyway. So, All right. <laughs> needing to or not, uh, you have 24 seconds to memorize or to summarize this entire episode. Uh, or yeah, we all we all die. The crystal skulls takes us away. Uh, uh, are you ready? All right, let's do it. Okay, go. All right, this is a combination of someone's out of phase with the rest of their team and tries to get their team's attention. Thank God somebody can see them. And the thing it's a combination with is somebody finally getting closure with their parental figure saying, "I am proud of you." The end. And there's a crystal skull involved. <laughs> I mean, is it like what is it actually made out of? No, that it's, no, that is, <laughs> it looks like it came from Spencer Gifts because it's like, or as Rothman says, Germany in the 1800s, or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, okay, which I'm right, like, have, are you looking at the same thing I'm looking at? It's like glowing with like pink, sort of mother of pearl, sort of luminescence in there. No, you know what? That no, yeah, you know what? I I like your summary. You're you're absolutely right. Like that's that's what's up because, like you know, at the beginning, I'm like Crystal Skull. This is great. It's so part of its time, 2000. Crystal Skulls were the shit. Oh, that's man. what it was all about in the Crystal Skull. That, Have you heard that's that what vodka? Oh, oh, uh, no. Sorry, Tori. No, I, I didn't realize you you were on a tear. Fuck, I, yeah, sorry. I was going on a 2000 tear. But do it. I the, the the energy's gone now. I want to know more. I don't remember Crystal Skulls being big. Oh really? Yeah, well, I mean, I was I, I I was a little you know I was always into that shit. Always into the always into the uh, the pyramids, being you know, all all the all the conspiracy shit. The oh, pre-internet yeah. conspiracy <laughs> conspiracies. That's Wait, what I'm saying. What you would only know if you listen to our previous podcast, uh, "What Shoulds," is Tori is is our friend voted most likely to join a cult no, <laughs> by true. Tori. Tori also voted for Tori. <laughs> no, it's true. And the thing is, and the thing is, is like you know the the conspiracy, the craziness of today. You know, back in the day when it was you were searching for the shit on Netscape. Oh, it was a, it was a little more it was a little more subdued. There was some there was yeah. something a little more you know you know polite about it. Crystal Skulls were right at the top hmm. during this time. So yeah. the fact that yeah, Stargate SG One did an episode concerning Crystal Skulls, which it was pointless. It's pretty much pointless. Like the per your summary, yeah, there's they, no they, real they point. They don't matter. Crystal. It doesn't fucking matter at all. But yeah. So you're saying they just did it so that they could do like little preview clips of look Crystal Skulls. Yeah. People would be like, I gotta check this yep. show out. Yep. Yep. That's yep. Fucking. Smartest. I might have done the same thing. I might smart I, as hell. If I had been paying attention to Showtime. <laughs> At was it still on Showtime? Yeah, yeah. I don't know when it switches. Should, should we? Well, at some you know, point. Someday, in the but, hey, look, it's been a year. It's been more than a year. We're not going to Google it. Let <laughs> us know if you know what season it switched to sci fi from Showtime. Please, for the love of God, let us know for at the... verticalwateringpool no, at gmail.com. This is the problem, Sarah. As I've actually Googled it several times, I've just forgotten oh. what the Google result was. <laughs> Several okay, times. Even, look, I checked the email and I'm not going to Google it. So let me know. Well, let, yeah, let, let's get let's get in on this episode. Let's, let's get, get in this on thing it. Done All right. Because... The, we get started with the mad scientist doesn't fall far from the tree. Blah, blah, blah. Crystal skull. 1971 grandfather. And then I've also put mad scientist. It skips a generation because <laughs> there's no mention. Oh, fuck. I forgot his parents are dead. 
sorry, that's insensitive. And from what I can tell about the, uh, Daniel's parents, we don't hear much about, yeah, their conspiratorial mindset, but they were also archaeologists, I guess. Yeah, but they were like legit because they like had a job setting stuff up in a museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they seem, yeah, they, they seemed pretty, uh, pretty into it and in, into the establishment. Yeah. Well, okay. This is all right. Look, spoiler alert. This episode really pisses me off. Mm. Tell me everything. Well, uh, but no, I'll start with the one thing that I did like about it, and which is the Mayan pyramid that they find. All this stuff, it looks really cool. And all the visual tricks they do to like put the team and like onto the pathway, you know, like they look a little funny, but I, I you... but they're cool. I like them. I like them. Do you love the conversation where Sam is like, it's so big. And Jack's like, is it though? I mean, is it that big? And she's like, oh my God, let me tell you the magnitudes above average that this is. And Jack is just like, I guess I'll just shut up and cower in the corner. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, they're watching this. They're watching this through the mouth lens and right. yeah. Carter's eyes are wide. And so are Daniels. And Daniel's like, man, this is this thing is I have to see this. And Carter's like, wait, there's leptons in here. I have to see this. And, and O'Neill's like, what? what the fuck, guys? Jesus, just relax. And then they zoom in on the crystal skull in the middle of this cavern. And Teal's like, that's a crystal skull. I have to see this. And nobody says that thing is dust free. I have to see this. <laughs> Siler, Siler said that in the background. Oh my god, Siler is so Siler and Fraser are so in this episode. I mean, Siler's in it, but like he's got words. Well, he does, but like, like what is he doing? I don't know. Look, Siler's clearly a jack of all trades. I don't know what position that is in the Air Force. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it's sergeant. So did they call him sergeant? Sergeant I didn't know Air Force had sergeants. I thought. Yeah, this sweet pyramid, this huge ass pyramid. In the middle of it is this crystal skull. Everything's awesome so far. And Daniel recognizes it from from the shitty mouth uh, camera. I know, and his shitty like eight year old memory from it, when he was eight. Yeah, and as you say, we learn his family's been in the conspiracy theory game for years. I was like, can we talk about like honestly? I was so confused that his grandfather found this in 1971. I'm like, how the fuck old Whoa. is Daniel in night in like 2000? Because like his grandfather should already have been pretty old in 1971. I feel like or like I don't know. My sister was born in 1971. I don't know. And Daniel's like older than her. I mean, Nick He's Ballard like, seemed pretty old when we meet him. Right. Then. So I was just like. Like in his 50s, 40s, late 40s, 50s when he when he when he discovers this. Oh, I, I thought we were making jokes. I was like, yeah, he totally looks like he's in his late 40s or 50s when we meet him. Oh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> and well, so the, my my whole thing was is that when Daniel's like, yeah, yeah, my, my grandfather found one, like all of a sudden my, my head clicked because go back to the movie. Remember the scene okay. where James Spader is like giving a talk and he, he's like, yes, and, yes. and Catherine goes to visit him and he's giving a talk and everyone else is like fucking just People laughing. Are leaving. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes sense. This is context. All the others, all the, all those other researchers, 
they know exactly who fucking James Spader's grandfather was. Right. And it, yeah, it doesn't cut far from the cloth. And there's, and it's, I'm like, oh yeah, of course they're fucking laughing at him. His whole family's fucking batshit. Yeah. I bet his parents, like, you know what though? Even though I bet his parents like super towed the line to be dissociated from grandpa, I bet that, I mean, grand Danny. Um, I bet that the fact that they, idiotically died setting up their own exhibit <laughs> it probably doesn't bode well for their reputation either so daniel looks like a third generation fuck up in the field of archaeology <laughs> what kind of like how many families out there do you think there are that are like triple gen archaeologists like dynasties di- archaeological yeah. dynasties like i don't know of mediocrity of like oh, <laughs> net, net, like well like because listen like not a single one of the three in this generation have done well and daniel's the only one who's seen it like come to any fruition yeah wild uh no it's wild i agree and it's and it gets even wilder later on in my personal opinion my guess on the answer to my question is probably that it's a chip on your shoulder thing. So if Daniel had a child, that kid would be like, oh, you're super success. I don't want to do it. Ooh, okay. Is that? And Daniel's like, oh, people make fun of my parents and my grandfather. So I'm going to be. But then wouldn't he like super toe the line? Why would he do fringe stuff? I, I don't know, especially considering that, like, as we'll find out, he doesn't believe anything his grandfather says. Not only Which that, makes no sense. No, that's mind blowing. Be- that, listen, that's mind blowing. And also, <laughs> that's so mind blowing. I forgot what I was going to say. No, yeah. No, I know. I know. Let's just sit on it. For I a had second. a really good point to say, and I super forgot about <laughs> because it. Because <laughs> that the mind blowing that you just got, it's fucked yeah, up. It's my mind so is actually up. blown open that I can't even. That's not how conspiratorial minds work. They don't discern. They're not like, right? they're, they're not like, oh, my conspiracy is right and yours are wrong. No. And you would fucking know. You would fucking know. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. That's exactly right. Uh, well, after credits, Daniel's rolling through some old conspiracy sites on Net- Netscape. And we learn, yeah, his grandfather's name was Nicholas Ballard, which I don't know if you got caught. The, it's weird because uh, it kept, I kept thinking back to 30 Rock uh, and, and the character of Bob Ballard. Oh, my God. I kept thinking about Dollhouse and Agent Paul Ballard. <laughs> just Ballard. Just I think his name was Paul. Name. It was Tom Pennicott. And I think his I know it was Agent Ballard. So. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Daniel, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, Nick, my, my grand Danny Nick. He said there's power in the skull and daddy, general daddy. He plays along. He's like, what? He, he, like, legitimately, he's like, he's like, what power did, did he say it had? Uh, son. Uh, Daddy's been watching the show and he's like, man, you know, Chris over here is doing great face work. I got to do good face work. And daddy's really up to his face work game. Mm-hmm. It shows in this episode where he just like really vibes with the director. Well, and also, yeah, he wasn't, he, he, he was really not appreciating Daniel Jackson, his son a lot the last couple episodes. <laughs> so he, he's true. trying to, he's trying to give him a little more sympathy and empathy. Like somebody who like, who's, who's, Who's mommy? Mommy must have pulled him aside, whoever mommy is, and said, you got to stop being such a fucking asshole to Daniel. Well, so Daniel's like, well, apparently he looked into the skull's eyes, sockets, and was teleported to some aliens. Crazy, right? I know. And I'm just like, how 
could you of all people be calling this crazy? How have you not already rethought about this? That's like one of the first fucking things I would be rethinking. And what, as I learned everything he learned in the movie, I would cause me to listen, be just being, just finding out I was autistic has caused me to reevaluate painfully, <laughs> sometimes painfully my whole entire life, finding out what he found out given his profession and his parents' profession and his grand Danny's profession. Does what, this is the first time he's thought about it. I don't, that's what. Jackson, he's he focused on what's right in front of him. He, it's hard for him to that myopic, think. myopic motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, Tori. Uh, yeah. Do you check out in the scene Dr. Frazier and the solid contributions she makes at the staff meeting? Uh, yeah, the very uh, poignant and uh, point that she brings up. Yes, and she's like suddenly given a like more than one sentence to string together at a time. And I'm like, Look, oh, <laughs> she's pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought, I bet Tori's happy. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, except for the fact that no one actually ends up listening to her because she's like, yeah, I know that's just a woman at a meeting. I didn't notice. Yeah, she's ta- she's talking very much about the radiation that's coming off of there. It's great. It's really bad. It's like Super it's like dang. leptons and muons and all sorts of shit. Like this is a default. You got to go in there with radiation suits. Right. And Daniel's like, it's fine because we'll wear suits. Well, no, she doesn't say we'll wear suits. She says it's a problem. Daniel's like, let's wear suits. And Jack is like, if you've been motherfucking listening, you know that Nintendo's moved through everything, including the suits. They moved through rock, you idiot, which was um, really cute. But also he's right. It's sort of like, uh, I think he's got to be smart enough to like remember the right word, even though I'm not. And um, I would have totally substituted the word Nintendo and pretended it was a joke because I couldn't remember the real word. Real <laughs> word. But he's smart about the concept. Daniel, listen, right here, we established Daniel cannot be trusted when it comes to team safety. No. And yet it is that fact is utterly disregarded later in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good enough for me. Right? Uh, it's not even that self-serving of him at this point. And later it's super self-serving. I was like, well, okay, sure. Good enough. Yes, exactly. Quote, good enough for me. So they rock out. They go through the gate. And yeah, it's really cool. Like the gate's right in front of the pyramid. And there's this really cool shot of them going to the pyramid and going through it and meeting up with the mouth. Uh, yeah, I like it. I, I like it. All right. I, look, and immediately after that, they show this unreasonable walk to the skull. On this, like this fucking balance beam. And I'm like, look for me, for me, it's a hard pass on even butt scooting my way to that skull. Yeah. yeah, That got my vertigo in a twist. Yeah. I wouldn't even butt scoot. I'd have a panic attack (laughs) on my ass. Well, yeah. Cause it, yeah. What is it? 2.5 feet wide and about like three miles long. Yeah. And apparently according to later, we find out from grand Danny, Nick, that you could drop your torch down there. And it, you never hit oh, yeah. bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, falling forever? <laughs> cool. <laughs> I guess eventually your stomach would adjust. So I'm saying I wouldn't even butt scoot my way to that. But then I watch them walk to it and I'm like, oh, um, NBD, I guess. I just, whenever I see a skinny thing to the goal, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a whole thing where they almost fall off of it. Nope. 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 They just steady and slowly, you know. Steady, uh, steady, steady. Listen, is this CGI or green screen or it's that 
the same thing. It is insane looking, especially the scenes where Teal runs. There's a yeah, a couple of them work look uh, work fine. Like the really far wide shot outside looks good. Yeah, the, some of the stuff inside here looks a little looks a little funny. But you know, it's yeah, whatever. It's, yeah. it's fine. I it okay. Listen, it was very noticeable. <laughs> like I hate I I love slash hate cringe slash want to see again all three scenes where Teal'c is running with that in that footage behind he him. does a lot of running along he that does, path with, a, with like a little um, by himself <laughs> pelican case that's got backpack <laughs> attachments it looks so tiny on him um we got a lot to say about what he's doing what his thievery and and his actions and responsibilities i got all that to say later but but at this point they get to the skull and he's like o'neill's like uh hey carter start the clock yeah and I'm like, but how long is that clock? I need to know. Is it 24? Oh, Anything? Ooh, ooh, no, no. It's 15 minutes. Mm. Yeah, no. That, That's yeah. a missed opportunity to be 12 minutes. <laughs> I feel like they're really trying to like distance them, themselves from their 24 hour, their 24 hour sort of early days. And I don't care for that. Just, you know, be yourself. Well, yeah, no, start. And Dan- Daniel goes up to the skull. He's ready to look it at. Oh, my God. The first motherfucking thing. So in that meeting, he was like, my grandfather said, if you look in his eyes, it'll transport you to some aliens. And the first fucking thing he does is like, I got to stare right in the eyes of this. Well, yeah, I don't. It, what the fuck? The, it turns into the ADHD Olympics. This this <laughs> next scene, because everyone is talking over each. All of a sudden, everyone is looking at is paying attention to their own shit. like daniel's staring at the skull carter's like looking at the the radiation and being and be and being like look at the leptons over there man this is i really got to come back here with all this equipment jack's like it's really far down there isn't it look at that look at that thing over there and teal's just like look like looking at the skull and being like i don't like the look of that i feel like teal's the only one who doesn't have adhd in this scene because he's the only one because like daniel's hyper fixated and Teal is like, I think Daniel's doing something dangerous, you guys. No, that's true. Yeah, and everyone else is like, oh, yeah. It's I'm like, wow, there's so much going on. I know. And this, you know what? It all stems from what I'm constantly saying is they're super cash about the dangers of going through the gate. They're just like, <laughs> like they don't even stay teamy about it. Like, be a team. No, no, yeah. They o- just immediately O'Neal they get up. there and they spread out. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's sort of like he's so interested in being everyone's favorite uncle that he's not interested in being everyone's least favorite boss <laughs> sometimes. So like when was the last time he had to be somewhat like this is a real Michael the boss Scott everyone kind of hates. <laughs> he is the Michael Scott. Well, yeah, well, the crystal skull starts to glow and looks like it's about to explode. It, it gets really fucking weird. So what does Teal do? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe he does this. Is this his go-to now? His go-to is just to zat gun everything. He just zat guns the fucking skull. I know, right when it's doing something to Daniel, like, and there's big consequences to this, but I guess if you're Teal'c and you fuck up on the mission, everyone, nobody says a goddamn word. <laughs> well, it's almost like they forget about it for a long time. like they- Forever. <laughs> because look, okay, I was going to save this for later. 
Here's the first thing Teal does that fucks Daniel. He shoots the skull right in the middle of we don't know what it's Something. doing. Yeah, yeah. And then he convinces daddy to let him go back and steal the skull in his little pelican. Like there's no water in there. You don't need the waterproof hard case. But like <laughs> he thus preventing Daniel. Like if Daniel had just woken up and stayed there, he probably would have looked back into the eyes of the skull and phased back in. And then but like Teal stole the fucking skull. I didn't think about that. You're right. Oh my so god. So Teal fucked everything up in this episode and no one fucking cares because he's teal i guess like he's earned enough like cool cred to like fuck it up this time well around. yeah yeah he hasn't fucked much up before this so yeah he gets he gets yeah. he gets his first one you know and i mean it's aimed at daniel so nobody really gives it's a the shit. crystal skull episode don't worry about it, it Listen, doesn't count the other members of the gate gang aren't even willing to work overnight to help save Daniel. <laughs> so they do not, they're not about to call Teal out for fucking up Daniel's shit. The only one who cares is daddy. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. That's right. Not enough to order people to work all night, but you know, enough to miss a shitty, like second graders play. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Well, what shooting it basically makes, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like Daniel falls to the ground, but then no one can see him. He, yeah. He's phased out of their existence. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, this is what this episode's going to be. Okay. It's going to be yeah, one, of it's one of those, <laughs> which okay. is why I called it a combination of one of those plus parental approval. Listen, I wasn't like, this is something new, but I was like, fair enough for them to have it. Anyways, the next thing, you know, Daniel's gone and, and the rest of the team is going to die of radiation. So they dial home and we get somebody going, we get somebody, some stranger that we don't know telling daddy that SG one is coming through the gate. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, New glasses with no glasses. Yeah. It's new. No glasses. What is the turnover rate on that role? I don't know. Do you think glasses is out of phase and they're just like trying to protect us from the truth because we'd be pretty freaked out if we knew that glasses was out of phase. (laughs) What I thought. Well, yeah, they roll through Carter fainted. Carter fainted. She, the radiation is so bad. She fainted. I don't think that radiation works like that, but they get through, they fly through the gate. Oh, and, and yeah, daddy, you know, he's like, where, Hey, look, everyone looks bad. Everyone come in here. Uh, by the way, where's, where's Daniel Jackson? My favorite. But boy. nobody has like any like blistering or any, I think you're right about radiation. What? Just as in, it doesn't work like this. Yeah. <laughs> It works different from that. No, I, I mean, it's not like I know a lot about radiation. You know how no, much every- I know about radiation? I, I, <laughs> I, watch, how much I watch the HBO miniseries Chernobyl. That's about as much as I know. Look, yeah, there's a little like there's some like first impression sort of like, yeah, like some burning of the, of the skin or whatever like that. Yeah, that's what I thought. There'd be like some blister burning. But then it sort of go. But then it's sort then you sort of get better. But then like, yeah, but then like the dudes who were like completely exposed to it like yeah, they, they, they melt. melt they literally melt yeah like you don't you don't just like so yeah i'm, I'm like what kind of radiation did they get i know because like, i'm gonna say their skin has never looked like dewy or glowing they're glowing glowing smooth as a baby's butt any part of a baby really why do people always say baby's butt i don't know fucking weird because all the parts of the baby 
kind of looked the same, really. Kind of looked the same. I feel like could be bottom of the baby's foot. Smooth baby as the cheek. bottom of baby's foot. The baby's like, don't tummy. Have yeah. Oh, that's cute. The baby's tummy. Weird. That's the only cute part. It's fucking weird. But you know what? Puppies have cute tummies too, so you don't really need mm. a baby for that. <laughs> <laughs> O'Neill, he, yeah, he's just uh, Fraser's just like, yeah, I just need some rest. Carter's still passed out. Daddy's like, where's Jackson? And Til, you know, Tilk's he's somewhat fine already, of course. The motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. That's new. Well, I'm just saying, he's just, they're just like, yeah, you know, because they're like, yeah, Tilks, you know, Goldie is helping him. And he like looks over and he's like, that's right. Somebody has symbiote envy. <laughs> Always. Okay, same. Because, oh my God, that'd be great. So, Dr. Frazier is unusually in like every scene. Oh, yeah. Of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Like the doctors finally wrapped their head, the writers finally wrapped their head around Lady Doctor. And she's got like good lines in every scene. She's like there when they come back. Mm-hmm. She's in the gate room doing medical shit, which makes a whole fuck ton of sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I expected you to be more. Are you over her? Oh, no, no. It's, it's all great. She looks great in this episode, too. I'm not going to deny that. Very fetching. I'm Very just, fetching. I'm just saying it's like no one, no one really like listens to her because she's that, like, O'Neill, don't, you can't, you got to rest and he won't. And he keeps getting up. You know who listens to her? Tilk. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And he's right. Cause it's, very funny then when Jack won't listen to, to Frage and he tries to launch himself off the bed and falls right on the fucking floor and Teal has to basically fling him back Dude, on the ground. He literally fling he grabs his fucking like wrist and like just yeah. throws him onto the he bed. He doesn't even it's he could up. easily he could easily <laughs> cradle pick him up and lay him out on the bed, but he just like flops him face first, bent at the waist over the bed. And he's like, Thank you. Yeah. It's a bit of comedy. Yeah, no, it's good. But yeah, once he feels better, like he meets up with daddy and he's like, I got to go back in there, daddy. And daddy's like, I'm really worried about Daniel Jackson, but we don't see nothing. So I don't know what you're talking about. So Teal wants to find Daniel so bad. And at first I was like, oh, are Teal and Daniel going to become besties since oh, Jack has moved on to daddy and Thor? That but process then I thought, has already started. But or is this just Teal? being the only one willing to acknowledge his culpability in this whole scenario. And so he's like, I feel pretty shitty. I probably caused this. Uh, let me go make it worse. Can I go make it worse? <laughs> I mean, he's a lot. I don't. Yeah. What, what's his logic? It's like, it's, it has something to do with the skull. Maybe if we grabbed it, did some tests, we could figure yeah. it out. Oh, I know. Cause daddy's like, yo, if you go back there and you could just end up where Daniel Jackson is and Teal's logic is, but then I'll have found him. Uh, and and that, daddy has no argument. I have for no that. response to that. I mean, the, I do. Who's going to find you motherfucker. <laughs> what a dumb thing to say, but it's a winning argument for daddy. And once again, we're like, daddy, how are you general? Yeah, you care too much, Daddy. Uh, you're not thinking straight. But we know about real world, real world generals who have been fooled by idiots. <laughs> so uh, much their own embarrassment, testifying things that weren't true in front of the UN and having to retract it eventually. 
So accurate. So, general Daddy is accurate. Yeah, it's just uh, like he's a human being general, like all the generals. Yeah. Just people. Well, so yeah, we just get a quick scene of Teal going back through the gate, back to the pyramid, running along running along this 2.5 feet by 5 mile pathway with no with perfect ease. Listen. I don't know why they didn't cut this. I'm not surprised that Teal had perfect ease, but I don't know why when this film on film technique you're telling me about came out looking like it looked, they didn't just say, what if we don't? Oh, <laughs> what if we show him starting to run and then finishing the run at the end? We don't need to show him mid run three times because it looks <laughs> real fucking bad. All three times. Come on, it was 2000, Sarah. Come on. And uh, they had a Showtime budget. Well, Daniel is real stoked to see Teal'c, but real disappointed that Teal'c can't talk to him. And Teal'c grabs the skull, puts it in his pelican case. Perfectly fitted foam case. Oh, my God. Like it was made for it. Crazy. And then um, it must have been the case they were keeping the other one in. Um, and <laughs> the, the one Grand Danny got. And so Teal'c starts running back. And Daniel, out of phase with everything he knows but somehow like not the ground he's standing on any hoozles that that never happened don't don't Um, think about don't think about that don't think about it think about any sci-fi show you watch because it'll just fuck the whole thing up anyway he drops the only backpack full of supplies that he can physically touch into the abyss like a fucking idiot i didn't notice that no okay okay Yep. Nice, he nice. just flings it into nut. He like, oh, like he's holding it. It wasn't like, oh, it's either I catch up with Teal or I lose this backpack. It's not that heavy. He just Teal and fling. Let me take this stupid bat. It's almost like it took him more time to take it off and fling it into the abyss than mm. than to just straight up hold on to it and follow Teal. It was <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. That backpack's just going to stay out of phase forever. Uh, all all of the power bars that were in phase with Daniel that's were in that backpack. That's a shame. Dale, which he does address later. But at this point, I'm like, what are you doing? Useless. Oh, my God. Like all the band-aids that you can put on are in there or whatever. So they go back through the gate. And this this allows Daniel to get to the to the base. Yeah. And who's waiting with daddy? On the other side, Siler. Siler. Yeah. Listen, I feel like whoever was writing this was like, you know what? I hang out at the craft services table a lot yeah. with Dr. Frage and, and Siler. Yeah. And I agree. They're not getting the lines in the scene time, FaceTime they deserve. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. Or, you know, they're in a thruple together. Well, it's well, <laughs> Ooh, Skyler, Frazier, and and the, guy, whoever, Brad, whichever one of the writers, Brad Wright, because yeah. jo- Jonathan Glasner yeah. has been, been doing most of the writing. And I think Brad Wright, a mm. uh, little, you know, kind of off in the shadows, but he stepped up this game. And oh, that makes sense. He's the off in the shadows creator. So who's he going to go have drinks with most? But these two off in the shadows, other um, like participants. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, stay tuned for our uh, fan fiction. <laughs> Skyler Fra- Skyler Frazier and Wright. <laughs> okay, no, but now we get to the real heart of the heart of the episode, which is Dr. Rothman. Yeah. 
Dude, fuck him. <gasps> fuck this guy. Does he even know where he works? No. I. You know what? Ooh, this is a hot take. I have the exact right. opposite take on this. What? Yes, I do. Yep. He is like, it's like his first day. Like he's never covered for Daniel before anything. This is so funny because the last episode he was on, you were like, I like Rothman. And I was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and and now we're completely opposite. Because look, look, they, yeah, they call him in. It just goes to show you can never take shit personally. It's all in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> look, they call him in. They're like, you need to study this. You're, you're Daniel. We, we fired you, but we're going to do just a quick little freelance contract work. Yeah, we're going to pretend we didn't for this episode because we need to have another archaeologist in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have time to establish character. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, we, we cut to him and Daniel's there out of phase, just talking to him, you know, or trying to, you know, and Rothman. God, it, there's so much going on in this episode. The crystal skull <laughs> is right there. And Rothman is sitting there and he's studying it. It's study. He's like looking at it. And yeah. and Dude, he stares right in the eyes of that. Bitch. Well, he, he does. He does. Because. Why wouldn't he? It's just a fucking crystal skull. Like yeah, but nothing, nothing happens. The skull is uninspired by Rothman. And this is where he's like, he's like, and they're like, do you have anything to say about it? And he's like, yeah, it's a fucking crystal. It was probably made in like they made a bunch of these in Germany in the 1800s. Like that's probably where it came from. Like he's a good scientist. Well, see, at first he is because Daniel says that's right. Be skeptical, and then he's like. <laughs> And then Daniel's like, okay, not that skeptical because that's beyond skeptical. That's having drawn a, a conclusion. But here's, okay. See, but this is the thing. It's like, it, there, there's like three metas going on at the okay. same time. <laughs> All right. We're watching this. We're seeing mm -hmm. a very stable scientist be like, it's a fucking crystal skull, which was like- Everyone calm down. Yeah. It's a crystal skull. It's just a crystal skull. Have you seen the vodka? It looks just like this. Okay, but we're in the Stargate universe. Relatively speaking, Rothman is being kind of dense. Yes. But they also didn't tell him anything. Daniel's like, hey, did you guys tell him that you found this somewhere else? They didn't, like, and they didn't. They didn't tell them, didn't tell Rothman that they found it on a different planet. Okay, that's bad procedure, but I feel like it can be assumed that they found it on a fucking different planet. Fair enough. It goes back to like Daniel's, like our, like, like Daniel and his family. Are you guys all fucking nuts? Well, it's almost like it's Rothman. Like, is this a test? What did do you guys you want actually me go and did you buy this at a shop in Germany? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Like he, he, he's like, what do you guys want me to do with this thing? Like they don't tell, they don't tell him to do anything specific. They're like, figure it out. <laughs> he's like, figure out how the fuck it works. Figure out what. <laughs> Do it. Listen, do what the rest of us do every fucking week, which is why we're on SG one and you, you aren't look, I'm on and, <laughs> and never will be. Even if say for some reason what in the is... future, Daniel's not here. You're not going to be here instead. Cause you're not helpful. I'm on Rothman's side on this and look, well, I mark my words. If they need to have anyone step into Daniel's place, it's not going to be Rothman. Appar apparently not. Rothman's a close minded little guy. And Siler, <laughs> Siler's hot take is, I think you're going to get fired. Well, and then my <laughs> response to that in my notes is Rothman saying, Hey, asshole, I already <laughs> was. 
I forgot that he had been fired. So this is really funny. Like, it's so dumb that they just pretended he hadn't been. And this is all. And also, again, this is Siler's like just hanging out and writing on a laptop, like in Rothman's lab. Like, what's he what is his role? What is he doing? I know because I've seen him do like custodial duties. I've seen him do like meet and greet, like do, like on the way in from whatever planet. I've seen him tippity tapping on a typewriter. Like he is a jack of all trades. Yeah. I've, I've seen him try to help out if someone gets punctured through the shoulder with a yeah. big piece of metal and a, a team bioluminescent player. disease. Yeah, he's just... He's just the, I don't know. The glue holding the operation together. I like it. I dig it. Yeah. Well, we do a quick cut to Daniel joining Tilk at Kelmarine. Oh, yeah, Tori. Yeah. I was literally just thinking, you know, because of this like week-long pit I've had in my stomach. Mm. I've been like, I think I need to start meditating. Mm. No, not if Daniel's going to show up. (laughs) Well, It's like some kind of weird seance to Daniel Jackson by accident. Well, well, you know, think about the last episode, you know, he, he had to do a lot of it at, at Keb. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. you gotta, he did all that meditating. So you yeah, it's like, I love to meditate. Yes. Yeah. Even though I would be really discouraged if I thought I'd meditated myself into magical superpowers and was like, oh, I guess I didn't. That was a mean trick. I'd never meditate again. I'd be like, oh, I can't really get the same thrill off of it. Is that time that I thought I could like Ooh, that's true. make fire? Yeah. Uh, when we didn't mention back on at the pyramid, Tilk does a weird turnabout, almost as if he can hear his uh, best friend, Daniel Jackson, talking to him. And the same thing happens now. Only could happen because they're besties. Yeah. They're like, it's sort of like when two people get rejected and they're like, do you, should we, should this happen? We're now best friends. Yeah. Like that's what we're going to bond over. They probably, they secretly talk shit about Jack. And then they also talk, they very, you know what? They don't talk shit about Jack because they both don't want to admit they were rejected. Who they talk shit about is Thor and daddy. Jack's the people Jack has moved on with some petty shit, but they that's what they do. That's all they got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all they got. No, they got they got kale noreen. They got, they got, kale got, noreen. They got that to, to share. Yeah. I don't have enough candles to meditate. Well, and, and then and then we cut to Carter yelling at Rothman. Who's like, it's a fucking paperweight. And Sam's like, I'll take over. Well, no, she's she's like, you don't think the skull is responsible for what happened to Daniel? You weren't you? there. You didn't see it. You weren't even there. Oh, my God. Rothman, you weren't there because you're not part of the gate gang. I'm sorry if that I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. Like, but she, like she's a real bitch to him in this episode. I'm sorry. <gasps> I am so sorry. What is going on? Like, she looks at him with such derision. You're kind of right, because like. Because Rothman even says, look, dude, I wish this was responsible like, for it because he's my fucking friend, too. I'm trying. I'm trying over here. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he's doing his best. Look, my the umbrage I took was just with his his initial like that couldn't be true. And I'm like, look around, you idiot. <laughs> but like Fair enough. But I will say, yeah, he's like, I don't know what he's supposed to do. So what he does is he spends, I don't know how many hours just staring at this fucking <laughs> clear rock. And Kurt's like, I'll take over. And she's like, the radiation was blah, bitty, blah when it happened. But then I was thinking about the time that grand Danny got transported from like Belize or something. It was the radiation like spiked in Belize. Like, why did it work there? I feel like there's, 
once again, some plot holes, some little like whatsies. Anyway, this is where Daniel's like, am I dead? Cause I'm not hungry. This is where Daniel <laughs> says, it's okay. I threw my pack away. I'm not hungry and I don't have to take a shit. They're going to power bars. <laughs> I must be dead. And his, his moroseness is so acute. So powerful that Carter, it's a shiver. And she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, he takes a hard step on the floor and it's like it ricochets and she feels it. And she's like, that was weird. As if, which, to be honest, like it worked for the script, but don't you ever just go, well, you know, and give a little shiver? Do you like make a thing about it to the people in the room with you? I don't. I just go, Ooh, sorry. And hope nobody noticed my little weird. I mean, it depends on my mood. Yeah, no, that's true. Sometimes you'll be like, I just got a weird chill. Blech. Is Daniel dead? Do you think Daniel's dead? No, Daniel's not fucking dead. Something happened with the skull, obviously. What's the whole point of Daniel wondering if he's dead? Like, why is that even in there? Take up some time. Take up some time because it's a show where, yeah, where someone's invisible manning. But not much has yeah. happened with that concept. He's just been hanging out with Rothman. I know. Like, who gives a shit? Like, he, he's got nothing else to do. In hindsight, I'm feeling like Carter looks like she hasn't slept in a hundred years. Just her eyes are kind of crazy. There's, yeah, Everyone's, there's something going on with Carter. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the radiation. Oh. Because <laughs> we don't know. Who knows what that does? Oh, man. Well, so uh, we, we cut the... Uh, the command room where Carter comes in and is like, yeah, we did all the tests we could. And the crystal skull is crystal skull. It's a paperweight, just like Rothman said. So uh, their plan is they're going to send a UAV through to kind of like look around the pyramid. And Frazier's this there for this scene, too. Did she's it? in the overlook room. Well, because she's like, hey, yeah, you guys, you can't take anyone back in there. It, there's st- it's still radioactive. You can't you can't fucking go in there. Do you understand? Right. <laughs> And because they had that one meeting, but their general rule is to have as few meetings as possible. She feels like she just kind of has to hover around to wait until somebody's like, can we send people back? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because she knows they'll have that conversation and yes. they'll just they'll decide to do it. So she she's <laughs> is Frazier or yeah, is Frazier mommy? Mm, I don't want to call her that, though. I don't I don't feel like I want to call her that yet. No, you know, it's too ew. It, it gives you the ick. It doesn't feel the same as daddy. Daddy fits. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, what do you want to call Frazier? Frazier? Dr. Frazier. Yeah. Dr. Frazier. Dr. F. How about Dr. F? Napoleonic Frazier. I like, what do you think about Dr. F? Dr. F has some. Yeah. Well, so wide-eyed crazy Carter has an idea. <laughs> crazy Carter. Well, she's like, all right, well, since we can't go back to the pyramid, no, the skull's giving us nothing. Hey, let's go talk to Daniel's uncle. Okay. How's that, if- how's that sound, y'all? Oh, but yeah, but then they're like, um, you know, what's weird is it turns out he's in a psychiatric hospital in Oregon. And okay, my favorite thing that um, Daniel has ever done on this show no, is deliver no, the line. No. Oh, yes. By the way, he's insane with his little finger pointing up. It was the cutest delivery ever. It is my fucking favorite thing he's ever done. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. Hate it, it? No, no, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But. I just, I can't, I can't do Wait, what? You can't what? His grandfather okay. has been in the psych ward for right. 20 years mm. for something that he's only now finding out 
is absolutely real. Also, by the way, what kind of insurance does he have where he checked himself into he's a voluntary patient for that long in a psych hospital? Like, that's just something that's available to people. Because, listen, I have known plenty of people who are like, I need admission to a psych hospital and they can't get in because it's so expensive. Well, and, seem, and this one seems pretty nice, right? Yeah. It does. This yeah. one seems fucking nice as shit. This is like one of those high end movie ones. Wood paneled walls and shit. Yes, I know. <laughs> and a bearded psychiatrist who's like yeah. super chillax. None, like, none of your psychiatrists are bearded in this yeah. day and age, you fuckers. I knew one. I knew one bearded psychiatrist and he was very affable. But <laughs> did he treat everybody like a human being in the same way this guy does? Almost, but no. Oh. <laughs> Oh my Listen, God. I knew one who didn't have a beard who did treat people like humans, but like to get both, that's that's, that's high end. Talking, that's very that's asking expensive. a lot. That's asking a lot. Yeah, very expensive. I've been look. I worked for a brief, extremely briefly in a private psych hospital. Even the private one wasn't this nice. Any whoozle whatzels? Any whoozle? Speaking of no respect. Oh my God, we're talking about Granddanny. Well, yeah. Speaking of no respect, can we talk about Teal's hat? Oh, well, this he is... finds a new hat every time he leaves. <laughs> I think Teal's drawing a government salary, and the only thing he has to spend money on is hats and well, sports coats. Like a nineteen twenties gangster outfit, you know. I I listen. This is the best one yet. Yeah, it looks good. It looks fucking. Great. Uh, Carter's wearing her matching leather jacket to O'Neill, of course. I know. Well, he's wearing his like badass leather jacket and she's wearing her like cool mom leather jacket. Yeah. 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 Carter. I love Carter. She'll never be a cool kid. No, no, no. (laughs) She's trying her best, though. Yeah, she tries hard. Okay, so but that. Yeah. And they're like, can we come see this guy? And, And I mean, I don't know how admissions to guests Work it don't work cycle. like this. Okay. No. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't just come in here and just be like, yeah, we sort of know him. Yeah, we just sort of know him. And we thought we'd come when it was convenient for us. And yeah. we would go meet him in a private room instead of like, I mean, to be fair, like my knowledge is mainly of a forensic unit, which means it was kind of like visiting people in jail. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of safety parameters around <laughs> any psychiatric institution that involve like what's an appropriate room yeah. for liability sake to have people meeting in. And the doctor is so chill. He's like, <laughs> yeah, do you want to be alone? That's so cool. Like, I don't know who you are. You didn't, it doesn't even look like you had to sign like a piece of paper to visit. Just go ahead, be alone with him. Well, no, well, because he's also like, yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, this is Jack O'Neill. This is a friend of Daniel, uh, uh, grandson Daniel Jackson. He's your guest. And then the doctor leaves. And then Teal and Carter roll in behind Jack. And you're like, who are these fucking assholes? <laughs> it was so weird. And like, it's been so long since Daniel visited. How is that psychiatrist? Is like, remember Daniel who used to visit? I know Daniel. These people are with Daniel. He'd be like, who fuck is Daniel even if he met Daniel like that's what he has to focus on he's trying to focus on like the delicate balance between like the differences between a lansipine and risperidol Mm. Mm -hmm. no risperidone risperidol Mm -hmm. or risperidone (laughs) Eh. it's hard it's hard when the commercial name and the generic name are so similar they have a long ass chat with grand Danny 
Yeah. And Nick proceeds to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, my grandson, Daniel. Yeah. That dude, his beliefs. Nah, I never believed him. And I'm like, what? Listen, the fact that they both think the other one is fucking crazy and a kook is so weird. Do you think a good name for this episode would be Grand Danny Knows Best? Remember, there was a show called Father Knows Best. <laughs> he doesn't, though. He doesn't. He he he's just he's he's as gaslighty as literally everyone else in this episode. No one believes what anybody else is saying, but they all believe all this stuff. I I don't. I, it's so much. I was really surprised because I expected as I watched how Grand Danny acted and thought, oh, he can see Daniel. Yeah, yeah they, def- they definitely put like little feelers and clues in on, the, on yeah. this aspect. And yeah. So I was like, oh, why isn't, okay, I guess he can't. He definitely looked at him. I concluded that as well because I was like, yeah. what would be the point of that, you know, if he keeps They going. made it obvious as fuck. But then I was like, okay, IDK, I guess not. Now, okay, but here's the thing, though. Nick is also, he's being gaslit by Daniel because for Nick, Daniel had this had these like cuckoo ideas right. and then was run out of the profession, lost his job, lost his apartment, and then completely disappeared. Right, which he did. To be fair, he lost his apartment because he was fucking dead, which I feel like Nick would have been notified of. Uh, yes, yes. But yeah, for Nick, he's just disappeared completely. Daniel hasn't gone to see him at all. They had all. a big fight. They had a big fight. Yeah. Because neither believes others, other the other person's conspiracy, except Daniel has been vindicated through his conspiracy and just never once, as you put like, it. I'm going to go rub my fucking terrible grandfather's because he mentioned he's a shitty granddad. Like he's never like, I'm going to go rub his fucking face in it. But he never decided once that once his theories were vindicated to go to his oh, grandfather and be like, hey, maybe you might be right, Grand Danny. Yeah, you said you said maybe it was a transportation device to aliens. And I my mind has expanded as yeah, well. One, I think that might be true. I know about transporters now. And two, I know very much about aliens. <laughs> so maybe, the two of those together make all the sense in the world. Maybe my grandfather shouldn't be kept staying. In a cycle. Yeah. But you know, I guess though, because who did Daniel live with? Because when his parents died, Grand Danny didn't take him in. And so maybe Daniel's like, fuck, if I'm gonna take that asshole in either. Yes, but yeah, I suppose that could be true. Yeah. It feels like the 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 Jackson family keeps getting flushed out. Like I don't know who else is involved. Who did he grow up with? I guess or well, he he talks uh, he had orphan parents. It, they say that in the movie. Or or uh, uh, foster adoptive parents, parents? or uh, foster parents, foster parents. Oh, really? For, so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. that's rough. So he had fucking super next of kin in a grandfather, and he was put into the foster system. Wait, let me let me try to remember, Catherine. These are your parents, foster parents. Yeah, foster parents. Yeah. Wow. Fuck Grand Danny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Although the thing is, is like, it was like for what, four years before he became insane, so to speak. Like how long did he have? Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fair enough. And then how, and then how did, how did Daniel, how did he get his passion for, for archaeology from his parents when he was eight? You would fucking hate archaeology. It killed his parents and 
left him abandoned by his grandfather. <laughs> Archaeology is a whole reason he had to be in the foster care system. No, it's uh, man, it's so difficult. Well, so they keep talking about this. Carter's like, yeah, we, d- we don't care about any of that. Tell us about the crystal skull. And it was like, yeah, tell us about the crystal skull because you know what? Daniel believed you. And then Daniel in the back is like, Mm-mm, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And then he's like, why should I tell you about that? Oh, God. Well, and I have another note on this. Two yeah. researchers with out there with their own ideas. So close. Their Venn diagrams are pretty much just a circle and their family. And they don't fucking believe each other. It's so fucking it's too much. It's too much, man. Listen, if you want to talk about other things that are unbelievable, we can talk about the fact that Grand Danny as a civilian is allowed onto the mount into the mountain with virtually no resistance because daddy is like a civilian. Oh, all right. I'm convinced. It's just like it's just like that within seconds. And then we get somebody who's been spent because well, because Jack says, well, he's a He's been in a psych hospital. No one will believe him, which is kind of shitty. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that they all know that, like, yeah, he's pretty much been telling the truth this past 20 years, probably Yeah, from what they all know. But yeah. But yeah. And they take him there because he's like, I want to see the other crystal skull. Otherwise, I'm not telling you anything. And in the meantime, uh, Daniel, you know, everybody leaves daddy's office after this decision mm. is made, except for Daniel, who is there for a phone call. With daddy's actual granddaughter. Yeah, Ka- Kayla. Yeah. Daniel, I think Daniel in that moment, because he's like, I'd love to come to your like school play, which I'm sure is going to be so good. But unfortunately, I have to work because my very good friend is lost and then I have to help him. And instead of seeing this as the out that daddy needs, Daniel's like, I'm best friends with daddy now. Like, I thought daddy was in contention to be best friends with Jack. And I thought we were competing with each other to be Jack's best friend. But now I realize Jack's not even part of this. It's me and daddy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I don't care if I'm invisible forever. This is all I needed. (laughs) He's like, I love not being hungry or having to pee. Um, Yeah. So Nick gets to go, go into the base and he gets shown the skull. Once he's seen it, yeah, he stays true to his word and he, and he tells him the whole story. Starts describing this off-word. I mean, yeah, he's just like describing the same off-world cavern that they saw, which is a little helpful. And he adds some weird shit. He's like, and then these giant yeah, alien <laughs> phantoms that speak Mayan show up. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And then they're like, uh, could somebody take him to the VIP room? And I'm like, could you guys stop calling that a VIP room? First of all, the VIP room sounds like a part of a strip club. Second of all, that room's not that nice. Well, and I was like, wait, do you guys not believe him? I know. Once again, this episode with the people being like, oh, that's impossible. Even though they live their lives seeing the impossible. I don't understand. Like definitely Carter gave him like gave him eyes. Like she's like, (laughs) oh, fucking O'Neill gave him tone. I think Siler even was like, what was this guy doing? No, I mean, Siler believed him. I'm not taking that back. The the rest are like (laughs) aliens. Sure. Giant aliens. That's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, yeah. He he teleported from Belize to this thing and then got talked to some aliens, got teleported back to Belize. The ruins collapsed. You can't go back there. So that that doesn't help any of them. And so, and so yeah, they're still sort of like they have they've learned nothing. Well, what they what we've learned is that Sam was like, I'll take over to to Robert Rothman, but uh, Bobby's still on the project. And Sam's like, fuck, enjoy working on this. I'm going home. Bye. I have this note. It says, I like Nick Ballard. He went through something and no one believed him. Oh, oh, that that's what it was, because it turned sympathetic. Yeah, because he says that. He's like, yeah, can you imagine that? Can you imagine? The most incredible experience and no one in the world, whole, not one person in the whole world believes you. And that it was that experience that made you go to the psych ward. Not like yeah. the experience itself, but the aftermath of that against like your peers and society mm-hmm. that made you go wacko. Yeah. Just want to be in an insulated environment like a psych ward. It's rough. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. So it's I, rough I, I, I like, I like Nick Ballard in that else. way. His grand, his grandson, who is a tool, got vindication for all this, all this woo stuff, and then mm-hmm. never came back to like vindicate it for him, right? Or at least say, listen. Turns out my thing was true. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because they do have to keep it like it's still, it's still, you know, uh, classified. I just feel like Daniel's not that tight with the rules, so I still find it surprising. Yeah, and then, and then we get a quick little scene uh, of just everyone going home with Daniel just watching. <laughs> oh my god, I love this! Like this is really it's, awesome. It's I who knows where Teal is. He's probably in his room, which is going home for him. He's not even bothering to be there anymore. We got Carter at the elevator, and O'Neill like I use the other elevator to leave. I guess. And they're just like, and they're like, lol, do you ever feel like Daniel's actually here? Lol, kind of. Lol, do you think it's because we miss him? Lol, I think it's the radiation sickness. Lol, bye. Uh, (laughs) And then Daniel's like, wait, you guys aren't pulling an all nighter? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I would pull an all nighter for you. What the fuck? Like, actually, what the actual fuck? Why aren't they staying? They're like, Daniel's out of phase and missing. I'm going to go catch. I'm going to go watch, go home. I'm going to heat up like a frozen dinner. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. going to watch. Some, I'm going to watch Jeopardy. I'm going to go to whatever's sleep. on cable. Yeah. I'm going to drift off into like, I'm going to go watch Farscape. I'm going to drift into the best sleep. No problem. See you tomorrow. Maybe I'll be late. Like what the, uh, what the actual fuck? Well, and it's also this whole thing of like, they put Nick in a room at the base for the night. Like yeah. as if they, that, that was kind of weird to me. I was like, so why is he staying at the base? I was too. And I was like, so, I mean, Oregon and Colorado are far away. Here's the reason. Cause they can't take him all the way back to Oregon. They're not potentially done talking to him. And then like, what are they going to put him up in a hotel in Colorado? Oh yeah. I guess he, he is a, you know, he knows all this he, stuff. He now, yeah, you know, he now knows too much, even though not not all of it. Yeah, and he's like this, like he's a unknown quantity. Like they don't know what's gonna, what okay. he's gonna do. Okay. So, good thing they do. Although Daniel could have followed him anywhere because although he's out of phase, he's not out of phase with the floor. <laughs> yeah, different floors. 
Walls Earth itself, walls doors. can walk right through them. Floors, very solid, just like every other sci-fi show. So yeah, Nick's sitting there on this bed and Daniel's just chilling and yeah. Nick starts to do a little confessional. Yeah. And like, he's having a, like, it's very conversational. And so Daniel says stuff. And at first it's like, mm, he could be responding to Daniel or still just sort of free form kind of talking. But then it's very, becomes very clear. Daniel's like, you can see me. And he's like, yeah, duh. And I'm like, but how? <laughs> and um, I'm deeply unsatisfied with the reasoning behind this. Well, though, and then even like, oh, like in, in real time, my notes are like, he can see him. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Me He's too. Been... I wait. I knew he could see him. But and, how? <laughs> but then, but wait, fuck. He thinks it's an illusion. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's funny because my notes say, I knew he could see him, but how? And then parentheses flimsy. And then it's like, why didn't he tell them before? He's... Because he thought it was a hallucination, Because, which is so wild because there's no way this motherfucker's ever had another hallucination. But then he says he has had an hallucination. And I'm just like, but you haven't because you're not actually psychotic. What is going on right now? They put you on, on psych meds that those make you psychotic? Because I don't know about that for sure being a thing. And I just... I what? Yeah. Does he have a mental illness or not? Like both? This episode this episode like is mental- this episode is gaslighting the audience. I know. Does he both like have a mental illness, but not like also was right about the aliens? <laughs> oh, well, I suppose that could be possible. Yeah. He seems so sound of mind and body, though. Like, I'm surprised he was even able to remain that long in a psychiatric hospital. And I'll tell you why, because there are people desperate for those beds. Yeah. 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 20 the years. The idea that this guy is so fucking sane and also capable of supporting himself. Yeah. Just kind of glum because nobody believes just, him. Just kind of. Yeah. Just kind of. Yeah, they should have asked him to leave that hospital a long time ago. Yeah, charlatans. Been like, oh, please, please, Nick, we don't think you need to be here anymore. But he's like, oh, but but the crystal skull. <laughs> and they're probably like, in a year, oh. they would have drained all his savings and then kicked him out. Mm, no, like they probably like drained all the savings. And then it's just like somehow Ooh, taxpayer get, funded. Getting kick, but kickbacks like, from like some museums or something like that. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like what psych hospitals have available in TV and what is real life is just like, what? It's the crystal skulls, man. Anyway, I have a note next that says, Jack, don't be an ass. LOL. And I don't know why. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, well, so we cut to the debrief room where Nick comes down, Daniel tailing behind him and he tells them everything. He's like, Daniel's right here. He's right beside me. And O'Neill's like, what the? And O'Neill again. We do not believe you, sir. That's insane. And Daniel's like, don't be an ass, O'Neill. And then Nick repeats it. Oh, they're like, that's oh, that's something Daniel would say. We now that's believe right. you. I know. And you'd see everybody immediately is like, oh, okay. Like this guy, this this person who we all think is insane couldn't possibly be that casual with me. <laughs> like, really? That would be crossing some crossing a lot of social convention. Kernel, just kernel. just say that to me um so it must be daniel well and he talks about the gate 
the planet. And and O'Neill's and Daddy's like, how does he? Neil's like, we didn't we didn't tell him anything. It must be Invisible Daniel. And then yeah. Jackson, to top it all, uses uh, Daddy's granddaughter play. And Daddy's like, I was alone in my office when There's I made that no call. No way. There must have been Invisible Daniel. Why is he? Why why is he Southern all of a sudden? Why, why? I know he, he's always been Texan, but he got like he got. I feel like he got extra Southern. My for granddaughter's this scene. play here. I was all alone. Anyways, <laughs> there's a whole lot of Frage because Frage is also in this scene. Oh right, all right, right. Yeah, she was. She's been giving a lot of side eye to Nick mm-hmm. to everybody as well. I would have I feel like it would have been appropriate to have her medical opinion for scenes how she is like a doctor of all trades. I feel like her medical opinion, psychiatric opinion would have been helpful in certain scenes, mm. but for some reason wasn't asked for or offered. Mm. But um, this is about where I wrote down. Hey, wait, this is all Teal's fault. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, yeah, well, because, yeah, they- all of it. <laughs> Well, and Dan, it's the one time that they even acknowledge anything because they're like, well, what could have happened? And Daniel's like, well, Tilk did shoot it with a Zat gun. Tilk's like, I did shoot with a Zachnictal. Daniel's like, tell him we have to go back to finish the process. And Daddy's like, is it safe? Is Daniel certain it's safe to go back? Daniel's like, tell them yes. And I'm just like, what? Daniel's so sure about that. That's good enough for me. I know, Jackson, this is good enough for me. He's not sure. He's there's there's no surety here. He's just like I'm desperate to not be in this position. And fuck, these people went home. Every one of these motherfuckers yeah, went home. I saw them. And so fuck them. <laughs> Let's go back and take a chance. We could also call this episode Skull Thieves. <laughs> we cut to them uh, setting up, ready to go through the gate. Yeah. And Nick sees it for the first time. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we've all sort of guessed now that the skull doesn't work unless it's in the cavern. Which is weird because it works in Belize. And also what's weird is Daniel's never going to get in trouble for spilling all this top secret shit to his grand granddaddy, Danny. But I bet Rothman's going to get. Yeah. yeah he's and, he, and he's not going to be given an apology. No, Rothman's going to get fired again. Well, and then, and then there's something there's some weird thing about like O'Neill's like, yeah. And Daniel also told you, Nick, that he thinks that you need to be there for it to work. So you're going to oh, come with us. And Daniel's like, you're taking advantage. I didn't say that. And he was like, yep. Yep. And he's not going to get in trouble either. No, no, no. <laughs> so we go in, he sees the gate. Well, it's just uh, at this fulfilling point, as fuck. If I was Nick, I would be like, so Daniel, this is what you've been doing. He's what he did say. He was like, oh, he did say this is what you've been doing for the last two years. Yeah. You haven't been you haven't you haven't been disappeared. No. And you haven't been just like, I don't know, bowling every single day. Yeah. Yeah. You've been doing this. No, I just it's it's like you haven't visited. You haven't even visited me. You piece of shit. Let me know at least that I might have been right. And that you were like alive and shit. Tell other people. I'm just saying, God damn it, man. He's, I've been yeah. in the hospital for 20 years. Although it was voluntary. He could have like left to visit. That's true. There's some other Daniel. shit going on with Nick. Yeah. Isn't there? This is a really complicated family situation. <laughs> yeah. His, his son died by a horrible OSHA accident. And then he was like, oh, my grandson. Ah. 
He's a little uh, out could there. Someone else, could someone else take care of my grandson? Yeah. I'm I'm unavails. Yeah, he's a little too extreme for me in his, his ideas and thoughts. Anyway, I'm going to go study these crystal skulls. I mean, I almost this episode makes me feel almost bad for every single thing I've ever said about the character Daniel Jackson. Almost everything. <laughs> but you totally like like look at that episode where he like falls in love with that that woman who gets him hooked on the sarcophagus. Mm, yeah, like that doesn't that make sense? Sarcophagus, now? yeah. Because he's just like, oh my God, this woman's in love with me. I'm oh. accepted. I'm gonna be prince. This is amazing. There's just this shithead is like the dad I never fucking had after a certain age. Like just okay, okay. Yeah. You know, like a lot of Daniel's weirdness is explained. Okay. I get you. I get not you. all of it. <laughs> no, not all of it. Although, I mean, I'm gonna say this, like a lot of for a lot of people, shit goes down in foster care that shouldn't happen to anybody. Mm. And not everybody, but you know, once like you can end up being f- shifted around from like different people's homes to like almost like halfway house situations, kind of institutional stuff. And, you know, Daniel may not have developed the healthiest fucking attitude about like consent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like sex, sexuality in general, mm-hmm. but I, I'm still gonna still gonna take him to task when we're done talking about this episode. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll never stop. Well, so they go through the gate. They go. They do the whole trek, the fucking ten mile trek to to the pyramid inside the pyramid. I know. Grand Danny has no trouble. Oh yeah, hiking across that thing. I'm sure he's gotten plenty of exercise. Uh, no balance at the psych issues. Ward. Yeah, I have more balance issues than he does, and I do have balance issues. Well, yeah, and yeah, he remembers all of it. They take, they, they, they trek to the pedestal in the middle of the pyramid. They set it up, and that. Well, and then he, he's like, "Now we must wait for the giant aliens." Yeah, and everyone's like, "Okay." Yeah, everyone's again. still like, everyone's still like, "Okay, okay old man." <laughs> Can I just say this is like this Stargate? I want to know how how old Brad is because like Stargate SG one is sometimes only about the olds getting closure. Mm. There've been multiple episodes mm. that are just like olds getting closure. That's true. That's true. Well, so yeah, they do all the shit like they get set up, and so Daniel's like, "All right, I guess let let me get right up into it, stare into its fucking eye sockets. Let's finish the process." Yeah, if Teal could not shoot me this time, yeah, hey, Teal, be slow it down, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You know what? They're lucky. They're lucky it didn't put the skull out of phase. Mm. Although, if it had, Daniel probably would have just gazed into it, and this whole thing would have been like a four minute episode. Yeah. 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 Well, well, so it does glow. What if Teal had destroyed it? The fuck? That was the most, that was the most like off the cuff, irresponsible shit Teal has ever done. Like he kind of panicked. Well, yeah, he just cares a lot about his best friend, Daniel Jackson. That's right. He's like, that's my new best friend. I'll do anything for him. Yeah. yeah. He just didn't, th- he just didn't think through. And I think he realizes that. Yeah. Through the rest but of the yeah, episode. It's crazy that nobody else calls him on it. <laughs> 
Well, and, and then, oh God, again, it's more, uh, so the whole process happens. It glows. It's, 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 yeah. Everyone's like, oh, let's just, just let it go. Just let it slide. Just keep this, go with it, go with it, everybody. And then it ends. And then, I don't know. I got confused at this part because I was like, okay, so O'Neill is now invisible to Teal. Everyone is Teal'c, now out of phase. Every, every, <laughs> I was confused too. At first, I thought Teal was now the only one yeah. out of phase. Yeah. But what happened? What had happened was everybody else was out of phase. And look, listen, I've taken no further notes. Oh, <laughs> well, that I don't that. know why I stopped taking notes. But like, <laughs> I stopped taking taking notes. What after I wrote down? So wait, Teal caused all of this. <laughs> so Teal gets ordered back through the gate by Daddy, who's like, "You better come back." hustle yeah so Tilk just runs away because once again he's ineligible for all the experience because of his stupid symbiote yeah the old thing that keeps him healthy though it's just like the last episode i feel like they're hitting him really hard with the whole like he's a he didn't ask to be a jaffa no fucking they're really building up that this symbiote's a real fucking problem for him yeah no yeah it's it's, yeah it's gonna be real downer they're going somewhere with it oh okay if that helps does that help yeah yeah. does everybody want to know that they're going somewhere well once he leaves (laughs) and everybody else is there the giant aliens do come they do. And it's just one, but it's one alien singular. And they look just like the Prometheus yeah. blue alien. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Who took off his robe and released something. It's kind of, it's kind of a cool little, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of enjoy it. I think it looks kind of cool. It's, it's a little. I think it looks cool too. It was the best part of Prometheus was the first five minutes. Oh, well, oh, well, <laughs> well, I meant this guy in particular. Uh, yeah. No, he does too because he looks like the same but like he was first weird and so he repeats the line the same line we the enemy of my enemy is my friend right and so they're smart enough to be like oh we're enemies with the gold yeah and, and they're, they're like, like oh are you well then you can stay they're that like all right yeah. i think he actually is like hey you're welcome here motherfucker i think it was his exact although word. why did he say that to nick in 1971 because nick didn't know what the gould were Right. So why would the like, did they just say that to anyone with, who I gets think they access said the to the enemy crystals? of my enemy is my friend? And Nick was like, what? And so they so they sent him back to believe. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy doesn't, doesn't know what we're talking about here. Like, yeah. Anyway, point is like, they're yeah, they're super invested with like the gold shit. So they're like, hey, do you want to make friends? And they're like, we accept. And they're like, great, let's talk. But uh, hey, we recognize this guy who didn't know anything. Why don't you stay with us for a little bit? Yeah. Why don't you stay with us for a little bit? And uh, then Daniel's like, no, someone else can stay. And Nick's like, this, this is my life's work. And Daniel's like, I love you, Grandpa. Well, Daniel says, you just came back into my life. It's like, oh, did he? Fuck you, Daniel Jackson. Dude, it's fuck not you, like Grand he was, Danny. Well, bo- both of them, both of them. It's like mostly Grand Danny, though, because oh, well. Daniel's uh, forever the child in that scenario. It's way more on Grand Danny. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Fine. But well, OK, so he's going to say I'm like, dude, there's not even a chair in here. I know. Or like, food, I guess. I don't know. Except for those power bars beyond- that are out of phase. I don't know what's beyond. Listen, I don't know what's beyond the cavern. And I don't even know how big these aliens really are, because this is clearly like a projection of them. 
Mm, yeah, this yeah. is not an actual physical self of the alien. This is like a telephone call. Well, I mean, I guess good. good I mean, good luck, Nick. I mean, you're now going to be sort of like a emissary and, uh, but you've been 20, you haven't really done much in 20 years. You're going to have to catch up pretty quick and get back into the role of working. And do you feel like he checked himself fully out of the hospital in Oregon? Or do you think he got like a weekend pass? <laughs> yeah, they're waiting. They're going to be waiting. And they're going to be like, uh, where's Nick? Well, yeah. Well, they're going to call the fucking government and the government's going to be like, don't worry about it. And they're going to be like, uh, wait a minute. He told us a lot of things. Were they true? Like, and they're all going to lose sleep over wondering whether or not the rest of their patients are delusional or not. Oh my, it's going to start a chain reaction. <laughs> Rock their fucking world. Listen, when <laughs> I worked, listen, when I worked in jail psych, I would think about those movies where somebody would get like, like locked up because they, they were down with knowing what the conspiracy was. And they'd be like, they would convince somebody who worked at, the jail or the hospital or wherever they were that listen you got to help me and that person would be like sort of like hero tier two and I was like what would somebody fucking have this is my whole livelihood and my whole career like what would someone have to tell me of all the all the shit I have heard working here and other places what would someone have to tell me that would make me try to do the fucking impossible job of actually busting them out of the mm. King County fucking jail. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I could never, I couldn't, I can't imagine. I couldn't, I still, I can't imagine a fucking thing anyone could have said to me that would make me go like, huh, well, maybe I should, uh, this guy seems like not, not like the others. I'm like, Ugh, yeah, that, what about, there, what about like show you something? Like if they showed you something or like, 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 Would they have keistered it? I, like I don't like like show you because something. they do a they do a keister test when they book you. Keister, put it up your ass. Oh, and they make you squat, put your hands behind your head, and cough. Oh my god, uh, I don't know. Like show you something on the internet that proves something or something. Oh, there's no there's no internet. So happening. they can't. They have mm -mm. they have no means of proving anything. They'd have to use their words, but I feel like that happens in movies. They'll like use their words to convince. But what you're saying is there's nothing anyone can ever say. I don't know. I used to. That's that's the question, isn't it? That's a tough position. And it seems like a, this, a system that is uh, uh, incorruptible. In well, I feel like even if someone had convinced me, I can't think of a single way I could help somebody ex escape. <gasps> oh, oh, well, that's a whole different. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's that's a different skill set. You know, no, that 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 that's. I mean, it kind of goes back to a couple of like the episode where Daniel was put into an institution. It's just kind of mm -hmm. like, yeah, what could anyone ever like? What if someone was actually right? I couldn't even you wouldn't, I know, right? You wouldn't know. And no. the system is built to never vindicate them. That's right. The only way to escape is to have a T-1000 come and distract everybody. Thank you. Maybe a T-800 to roll in and actually bust mm -hmm. you out. Yeah, maybe be a T-1000. It's the only way to escape. Damn, I want to watch that movie. Okay, they invited Nick to stay. He's like, I'm going to do it. Daniel's like, all right, I guess we might see you later. They head out, and that's the end of the episode. That's the end. Goodbye. Oh, he says, I'm proud of you. See you, Nick. Th thanks. And Daniel calls him Grandpa. Thanks, Grand Danny. It's pretty awkward. Yeah. And that's that.
and that solves all of their beef. And then they go back and Teal'c's there and he's like, well, I, sorry, daddy told me to leave. So I, I, I yeah, I did, and, but I, I was going to come back and steal the skull again. Cause it helped last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, Tori, were you comforted? No, nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Uh, there was too much shit happening this episode. No one was believing anybody else. And it not too, too much unbelievable shit. The crystal skull it felt too much like a like a like a uh, attention grab. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, there's no point to it. I Pretty imagine stupid. that it never shows up again in Stargate SG One. I could be wrong. Oh, like you mean we don't go back to see what's happening with Grand Danny? Oh well, I, I don't think we do. Oh, great. That's great. Yeah, it's like many of the loose ends that they leave out there. I mean, <laughs> but the Stargate's all about like setting up loose ends on all kinds of planets. I liked, I liked the design of the big pyramid and, and how it looked and all that kind of stuff. Other than that, no, not comforted. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about were you, Sarah? Were you comforted? Before I answer, I feel like all the pyramids on Earth were related to the Goa'uld, so I'm confused about how this Mayan, this particular Mayan pyramid isn't. Mm. Okay, that's all. Anyway, I no, I was not comforted. First of all, meh, I'm beyond being comforted this week. I'm just like oh. <laughs> a huge pile of upset gut nerves and anxiety, but also just it would have been a great week to have had a comforting episode, honestly. Mm. And this just wasn't it. Damn. I think you said everything we need to say about that. Mm. Like you're right. It's got a grab you premise that this episode doesn't actually that, that was very much of its time 2000 crystal skulls yeah. like it, it was if you want if you want us to have any sort of relationship i need you to tell me that you believe in crystal skulls <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest asmr and there's some weird asmr out there hey tori yeah we, did you find <laughs> a yay a may and a nay uh, yes, I did. Uh, yay, who I'd like to be is Nick Ballard. I mean, hopefully they have some accommodations for him. It's got to be better than the VIP room. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the Miss Creatures wouldn't invite him without any, right? Like, they can't be that dense. I think they probably actually, they're probably actually humans who just have a big projection machine. Oh, shit. They probably got some good shit going on, too. Probably actually pretty posh. Yeah. So, yeah, yay, Nick Ballard. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, my nay is Roth Rothman. <laughs> Dude's a great scientist, and he got spat on by everybody. O'Neill, Carter, Frazier, Daniel, Siler, like, everyone's fucking, <laughs> and, and he was just like, it's a crystal skull. Uh, everyone got their licks in, huh? And then my met is daddy. And the only reason I say that is you remember when Dan, cause Daniel was like, Hey, if we do this, daddy, you're going to have enough time to go to your granddaughter's like thing or whatever. And yeah. I, I feel like daddy really didn't want to go to that. <laughs> so we have, but now he has of- to, <laughs> We have some overlap. We just put them in slightly different positions. Okay. Cause my gay is Daniel mm. uh, because he got a, for a while there, he had a very good superpower of invisibility. Oh, oh, well, there you go. Which yeah. is the superpower I always thought I wanted until I realized mind reading could be a superpower. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck being invisible. Get, get. Um, my meh is Grand Danny Nick because I, IDK, I don't know for sure what's going on there. And my neh <laughs> is daddy because he's going to oh. make Claire's play. <laughs> and that sounds like a fucking nightmare. And well, I, I I put it at meh because it's it's like it won't be the worst thing. It might be, and it seems like he does love her because yeah. he did seem. But yeah, it won't be the worst thing. So it'll be fine. But yeah, it'll be yeah. It, it, yes. So lateral, lateral move. It's just like I just fine. like how we had the same reason, like daddy, because that stupid school play that sucks. <laughs> we got the season finale coming up. Yeah. This is it. Season three, episode 22, Nemesis. All right. Ready to go on vacation. O'Neill is beamed away by the Asgard. Thor tells him that Earth is faced with an enemy even worse than the Goa Uld. You know what? Thor is not a chill bro. I want to say that right now. No. He takes him from his vacation. Well, he, his va- his vacation of like throwing a ball against the wall. That's probably on his vacation. Right? He's probably really shooting himself in the foot when it comes to whether or not he or daddy is going to be Jack's best friend. But if daddy's thinking he wants to be best friends with Daniel and then fucking Thor is pulling this kind of bullshit, <laughs> it's possible Jack's going to find himself... <laughs> Suddenly, instead of like all everyone wants to go to prom with him, nobody wants to go to prom with him, and he has to uh, go by himself. Except for some except for like Mayborn or something like that. Oh God, yeah, Mayborn will be like, if nobody else has asked you, I was just wondering if you'd go to prom with me, and he'll go, he'll go because nobody else wants to. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, again to this part of the show that we call yeah. To know, know your hosts with Tori and Sarah, where I ask a potentially very awkward question from this couples therapy deck called Talking Point Cards for Couples. Tori, are you ready for the potentially mundane and equally potentially kind of awkward question? I'm ready for any either. All right. All right. Oh, what's one dream you've tucked away for now? Oh, uh, no, that's easy. Uh, I've always thought about uh, going back to Venice for a little vacation. But that's tucked away because I need to, uh, financially speaking, there are some steps I need to do before that's even a possibility. So that is tucked away. Nice. Easy. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? What do you got tucked? Well. For now. I mean, the thing is, like, I read these cards and they I, they just really baffle me and I always draw a blank and I just sort of always piggyback off what you say because <laughs> I'm like, but like is, yeah, there's some travel that I really want to do that's postponed until like I can afford to do it. But, but like, is that a dream of mine? I feel like my dreams are either... Oh, here's a dream I've tucked away for now. Making the world a better place. Even if it's one person at a time. That is tucked away for now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not chiseling away at that at the moment. 
not at all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've moved away from social work. I'm going toward writing it. Hopefully, you know, I was doing one person at a time before. So if I can, yeah, that start actually submitting my work and get my website going, then that will be less tucked away. Yeah. That's yeah. That doesn't sound too tucked away actually. Cause you're totally working on that right now. No, I guess it depends on how much uh, faith we all have in my follow through. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I miss feeling. I miss having any feeling that I'm making any difference for anybody. Mm. Is important to me. Well, yeah, listeners. Yeah, you know, you should, you know, we, we like to communicate with you and tell you what's up. It seems like a one way transaction, but it doesn't have to be. Listen, and if it's a one way transaction and that's what you're on board for, I appreciate you. Thank you for being part of that one way transaction. If you fucking want to, though, um, like just, I don't know what it seems like if you're, I'm pretty nice. You could email. Yeah. yeah, No, the options there, the options totally there. You can, you can let us know what's up. You can, uh, you can, uh, give us five stars on, Mm -hmm. uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, you know, wherever you're listening to us. That'd be nice as fuck. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a form of communication, you know, that's like a gift. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it though, or is it a fair uh, assessment? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like just taking the time to go do that is a gift of your time and an effort. Thank you. Yeah. You know, but thanks for listening to us and uh, yeah. And you can listen to us on uh, most podcast streamers of your choice, as well as our website, the seventh symbol.com. And we try to put out new episodes on the Tuesday of every week, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Pretty consistent. Time. Pretty consistent. Pretty consistent. <laughs> Listen, here's some consistency. We're about to wrap up season three and we are going strong Ooh. and there's no signs of stopping. So we are not going to bail on this with you guys. We got one last episode. Yeah. And then we'll be back for season four. That's right. That's, That's right. right. No breaks. Well, folks, Holy (laughs) Hannah. (laughs) Thanks for joining us at the vertical watering hole and Holy Hannah, everybody. Holy Hannah. Bye.